Now, Owen McGee is back with us, our consumer expert and financial advisor with Prosperous Financial. Owen, people have been getting in touch in their droves as always, so we're going to get stuck into this. Can you ask Owen a question for me? I met my girlfriend, now wife, four years ago. she just bought a house. I was starting to build a house. Now we live in the house we built together. The house she bought is now in positive equity of about 55k. We're wondering whether to sell the house or keep it as a pension. The mortgages are very small on the two houses, so the rent from one house is covering its mortgage and three quarters of the second mortgage. My wife has a good pension. I have none. Sorry for the long message. If you're asking him this, could you let me know the time, please? Thank you, James. Okay, James, it's 10 to 2. Owen, hopefully James is still listening. So basically what James is telling us is that he was in the process of building Mm. his house while his now wife had bought a house and now they're wondering should they keep the other house and where are they So a house as a pension, is that a good idea? House as a pension. One of the problems we have here in Ireland is is that over 90% of our wealth is tied up in land and property. That's a David McWilliams quote, so I'm not sure where he got it from but that's a Dave McWilliams quote so over 90% if you were a global fund manager right now so if you were looking at investing money across the world you'd put somewhere between 4 and 6% of the portfolio of the investment mm. in property we're 90% and a global fund manager will put okay. 4 to 6% we do have this obsession if that's the right word to use with property we like to be able to touch and feel and see what it is and there is also the element of the other stuff that you put it into like funds and all this stuff they're very far away you don't yeah, know you what they are know. yeah you never know what's going on what I would say is generally what we would take in private practice when we have clients in this situation we are very reluctant to tell people to sell properties because they've already incurred a lot of the costs the thing is up and running they know how it works they've got tenants in and everything else but we're always very to, we're also very looking to encourage people to buy property as well as an investment because it's, it can but be painful. But if they already have it? If they already have it, what we would do if they were a client, we would sit them down and we would look at what the long-term impact is of getting rid of that property. So we tied around a thing called financial independence. The day in your life you've created enough wealth that you don't have to work again, you don't have to worry about money. Now imagine his is 63. And then we test to see if you sold the property to 63, becomes 65 or does it become 61? And that gives you real clarity of the long term impact of the financial decision. You're not getting a quick answer here, James. No, I, um, yeah. it's, it's very complicated and we'd have to look at your specific circumstances before you could actually tell But it, it. would be worth for it would be worth James and his girlfriend or his wife rather going in and actually doing that test with yeah. somebody. Because if you are going to get rid of a property, you want to make sure that you're not going to regret it down yes, the line. Absolutely. Um, OK, James, I hope that was of some help and that you were still listening. Another one in here. I was advised to stop overpaying my mortgage and instead put the money towards my pension as there was a much better return. Can you shed some light on that, please? That came in from Pam. I wonder did Pam get that advice from me because this is something I'm always <laughs> piping on about. What The problem with it is lots of people overpay their mortgage to pay down the debt and it does seem like, again, you can touch it and see it, feel you can see the, 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 the mortgage coming down on a month-to-month basis. The problem with it is is that generally the mortgage is the cheapest terms of loan you're going to get or finance you're going to get mm. in your life. And it's not that difficult to beat it. So therefore, you start putting money into pension, all of a sudden you're turning six euros into 10 euros every time you put the money into pension. So if you put a tenner into pension and you're on the higher rate of tax, you get four quid back in tax. So six euros turns into 10. That's a really good growth rate before you even invest the money. So it's not that difficult to beat the two or three or even three and a half or four percent that you're getting on the mortgage by doing it. So that makes sense that that's what that person has done. But it sounds like if they were given advice, somebody took the whole picture into account and gave them specific advice around that. So it's got to do with the tax relief is the big leg up that you get when it puts money into pension. And that makes it a very, very attractive investment. Okay, hope that is of some help to Pam. Uh, Hi Owen, I want to save €300 a month long term. Wondering what is the best way, a pension or an investment? That came in from Imelda. You're asking 
this a lot. Yes. So pension or investment depends what age Amelda is. If she's going to spend the money before she retires, pension's not for her. Um, you do need to get the balance right because, as we just explained the last question, the tax relief is incredibly attractive for the pension. But if you're going to spend the money in five years plus, a long-term investment, assuming pension isn't for you in this case, um, the long-term investment, you need to go to what we call our 60-40 portfolio, which is the no-brainer portfolio. If you're not getting advice, you put it 60% into shares, 40% into bonds, get someone to give you, um, it doesn't have to necessarily be advice. The person who's selling it to you will be able to set it up for you in terms of this is the way I want the money invested. The most important thing that this person needs to remember is set it up right at the start, let the money tick away into it on a month-to-month basis and invest and forget. Just leave it there. Just leave it there, let it keep ticking over. If that person looks at it every day, there's a 49.98% chance that compared to yesterday, it's going to be down. Okay. If she leaves it there for five It'll years, there's only a 2% chance it's going to okay. be down. So don't keep watching it. Yes. Uh, okay, Melda, I hope that was of some help. Another one in here, 80,000 euro at the moment, uh, sitting in a deposit account. I'm looking for some advice on what to do with it. I am in my 60s and that came in from Norma. Okay, so the first thing I'd say, Norma, is if you're in your 60s, depending whether you're retired or you're not retired yet, if mm. you are retired and you've got a decent income coming in and you can live off this income and this 60,000 euros of surplus cash, the strongest piece of advice I could give to you now is spend it on yourself. Just spend 80, the money. 80,000 euro. Go for it. You're in your, late, you're in your, si- you're in your 60s. Take me with you're you. retired. <laughs> you've got your income coming in. If you don't have an income and this needs to provide mm. for income for you in later life, again, it's back to investing it long term. If you're still working, this is a really, really useful one. If you're still working, you probably, if you got decent advice, you could get a lot, if not all of that money into pension before you retire. And all you can put lump sums so into the pension. you can put lump, a lump sum you like can, that uh, if, you're, are, if you have a pension. Yeah, there are restrictions. And even if you don't have a pension, even better. But there could, are restrictions okay. and there are rules. But I would be, if you're pre-retirement in your 60s, the big advantage, like if you're in your 20s and you're thinking about putting money into the pension, the tax relief is brilliant, mm. but the money is so far away. Whereas... When you're in your 60s, you're close enough to retirement. You put the money in, even if you needed the money tomorrow, you could put it in today and take it out tomorrow. Okay. So uh, okay, pension so or long-term investment. But the best thing to do is spend it. Spend it, Norma. Spend <laughs> it and let us know what you spent it on. Now, another one in here. My PCP is up next January. Don't have €4,000 saved up for new PCP. Best advice for new car uh, with increased payments instead of down payment or credit union loan to buy out car approximately €12,000. Present, present cost €290 Euro per month. Also, my husband and I are in our late 40s and we don't have a pension plan. Both working low wages. Is it too late to start up a pension? plan. So two questions there. Let's take the PCP first. Okay, the PCP. I have an issue with PCP and the issue I have with PCP is exactly the position this person is in. So when you go into a PCP, for people who don't realise it's a personal contract plan, when you're buying a new car, um, you get these plans and they make payments on a month-to-month basis. What they do is, is usually you walk in with a car and there's no loan on that and you hand them the car and that's your deposit. Yeah. And then they say, okay, in three years time when you come back to them, there's going to be a minimum value on this car. And the minimum value, funny enough, is always enough to cover off the money you owe them left on the loan. Okay, okay? so they're always winning. Yeah, if the market does okay and the second-hand market is strong at the time, you might get some of the deposit that you put back, you put down at the first place. But that's the first thing to go if the market has a problem. So if there's, if there's a lot of cars coming in from the UK or there's other stuff going on. PCP is brilliant for getting people tied into a particular brand of car and that's exactly yeah, the because you have to keep going back yeah. to the same one definitely. Absolutely. I would question whether this person should consider 
getting credit unions are great for these yeah. BCP buyout loans. So a term loans. loan and then just buy out the car yeah, and just buy the and get bullet. out of that cir- yes. that circle. Uh, just a quick one, uh, Owen, on th- whether they have, they're in their forties, no pension plan, both of low wages. Can they start up a pension plan? Very quickly. There's never too late and it's never too early. Okay, we're out of time. Owen McGee will be doing his Facebook live. We're coming off air. He will be on Facebook to answer more of your questions.